Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the I'll Try That podcast. This week we're going to be talking about the UK's most popular beer, Carling. But first, I've got a bit of a quiz for you boys. Ooh. We are on the path to becoming Cicerone certified, aren't we lads? <laughs> That's, um, yeah. Yes, we are. We're gonna we're gonna nail it. Well, that's the plan. Now, for first first pop quiz question, can you tell inform the listeners who may not know what a cicerone is? It's the equivalent of a beer sommelier, right? He knows. I've been yeah. I've been boning up. <laughs> <laughs> the cicerone course or the cicerone certification program uh, is up to there's like four levels. And we are going to undertake our first, you know, we love beer. We've always enjoyed beer. We love talking about beer. We love tasting beer. But, you know, sometimes we just feel like maybe our language of and, and maybe that deeper, you know, those, those words that you want to have at the top of your brain rather than what I'm doing right now, which is just going on and on and on. <laughs> you want to have it at the forefront of your brain. And so that first level of the Cicerone certification, we're going to start off, off slowly, will become a certified beer server. And what that will give you is the, the fundamental understanding of everything to do with serving beer, that's, uh, which also includes talking about taste, colour, styles of beer, why, where beer comes from, etc., etc. So does that mean we could we can sound like one of those fancy people in like the in the craft beer bars? It was spouting off all this stuff about all the different bits and bobs and what's infused with what and what's going where. We're going to sound like them. If I'm honest. It won't be. I think. I think people who work in those bars do the, do themselves. A, you know, they have their own language. The beer service certification certainly gives you a bit of an understanding about how you can describe like a brown beer as nutty, toffee, chocolate, dried and dark fruit as a as a as a multi grainy thing. But these are all things that most people will be quite familiar with. Uh, you know, I think some people in the in the craft beer world probably go you know and take it on a very different. Uh, you know, build on that as much as they can, but it's similar to like the wine sommelier world. You know, descript- words are there to be descriptive for people to understand. Now, if you're using words that people don't understand, you're probably failing at the first hurdle. He's saying so. Me just describing all every beer I come across as pokey or not pokey is is those days are <laughs> going to be over. We're going we're going to be able to describe things as as we're going to have a whole new vocabulary. I'm, I'm hoping that will be the case. Yeah, and and, and going back to your point, Travis, of you know we're going to know everything about what how to how to do with um, with beer. I will clarify that this first level on the section that talks about pairing beer with food, it says that candidates at this level should understand that beer and food work well together, but do not need to possess knowledge of specific beer and food interactions. <laughs> It's also a little bit unfair because Rich, Rich, as we've documented a few times recently, is already a beer expert. (laughs) (laughs) So he's going to fly through this. Yeah, I'm pretty much going to ace it. I might as well go to the hardest level. I know. I can't wait for it. It's it's a uh, the first the exam that we're building up to and we're swatting for is um, a sixty sixty question multiple choice uh, exam. So we will share our findings and our, our uh, you know, our scores on the doors when we get there. I'm sure we'll, we'll hope to take them around the same time, but maybe a bit scattered to, you know, with, with diaries and things. But anyway, I digress. Let's jump into a bit of the content about this, because what I thought I would do, I've got the syllabus up for the UK uh, B 
beer server certification. So these are all the things that we're going to have to know in order to take and sit this exam. So what I thought I'd do is I'd give you guys a couple of different uh, different questions that you have yep. the opportunity to answer from. Yes, Mr. Druitt. <laughs> <laughs> sir, 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 Rich is winding me up, sir. Drabwell's teasing me. Fingers on lips. Fingers on lips. Hands on heads. So first question to Matthew Barber. Yes, sir. What percentage of the weight of beer does water make up? Ooh. Um, is it multiple choice? <laughs> or have I got to get it? Yeah, I will give you multiple choice. <laughs> I mean, off the bat, I was going to say about 80. Is it A, 80%? Is it B, 75%? Or is it C, 90%? Ooh. I'm going to change my answer. No. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to change my answer. And I'm going to go up. I'm going to say it's actually 90. Hang on. Yeah, no. Yeah, why not? You only live once. 90%. Why not? Is that your final answer? It's my final answer, Chris. Uh, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Matthew Barber. That is correct. Yeah! It makes up 90% of, of the weight of beer. I'm on your tail, Travers. I'm, I'm a beer expert too now. <laughs> one point. Okay, one point to Gryffindor. How's he Gryffindor? He's definitely Hufflepuff. Okay, he's Hufflepuff then. <laughs> definitely a Gryffindor. <laughs> don't know. I don't like Harry Potter. Okay, Travers. Yeah. What does the acronym CAMERA stand for? Oh, oh I know this one. <laughs> Can I have some? Can I have some choices? Yes. No, he's got to just know that one. <laughs> no, he gets. He gets. He gets three choices. Does got, camera stand for? You've got to figure them out now. I know. I just. I yeah. set myself up for this one, haven't I? <laughs> Does camera stand for? <laughs> Cute food reading. About. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad Sorry. you're not hosting Countdown. <laughs> <laughs> that was rubbish. Um, okay. Callus. No, I can't get. No, I can't give you options. Come on, that's too easy. You should know this one. I don't know it. This. <laughs> yeah, if you t- if you if you say the right one, it's going to be obvious. Uh, is it the Chartered Accountants and Management in Retail Association? I'll give you a hint. I know it isn't. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll give you. I'll give him a hint. Okay. I'm talking. This camera is spelled C A M R A. C A M is all part of the same word. I think we even maybe talked about it uh, after a session when we'd had a couple of beers. I know we've talked about camera, and I've been to camera events. Oh it's, uh, yeah, yeah. You should definitely know then. <laughs> <laughs> What what is a synonym for beer that could <laughs> synonym synonym for beer that could, oh, I'm not ready that could for this. be the last <laughs> that could that could be the last He gives letter. up, Joe. He gives up. It's one nil to me. Okay. I'll have to take your answer in five seconds. Five I, I haven't got four, it, boys. I haven't I haven't three, got it. Two one. Okay. Oh sir. Oh sir. Right. Matthew Barber with your chance to steal. Absolute nerd. <sighs> Thank you, Chris. It I I believe it's I believe it's the campaign for real ale. 
That is correct. Yeah! <laughs> Barber, so you're 2-0 up, okay? So I'm going to give you a bit of a curveball here. I need you to name two parts of a cask. Ooh. Uh... These are, and I'll give you a bit more context because that could be a bit broad. These are specific parts. There's one, two, three, four, five, six elements of a cask that you need to know the name of that could be serviced. Oh, man. Um, that's really hard. I don't, I'm not going to get either of these. There'll be like something really weird. There's six in total. I just need you to name me two of them. It's like the fore and the aft and like the sail and the boom or something like that. That's um, it. It's the components <laughs> that make up the thing. You're just, yeah. right. You're just naming boat parts there. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm pretty sure that's beer related. I, there'll be something like the cleave, the cleave and the and the nodule or something like that. The nodule. Um, yeah. Um, I like where you're going. I like how your brain's figuring this out. If I'm quite honest with you, that first you were almost you almost nailed it. First first attempt with those two. The the cleave and the nodule. <laughs> yeah, because because there's one word in here. Like, that sounds as made up as cleave, and nodule <laughs> sounds like something that has an actual word that you will know. So, do you know what? I think that, like, I'm not, it's not because I completely don't know. I think I may have, I'm going to probably, like, kick myself a little bit when I hear these words. The glob, globule. <laughs> 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 what about no. the, 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 the gloin? <laughs> gloin? No, I'm not going to get it. I don't, okay. I don't know. Try, try and use like real words. What do you think? Like what? what oh, I like, don't know any. No made up words. Not no made up words. What do you think? Uh, the the <laughs> the I can only think of boat okay. ones. The the how about Five, the rim? Four, the rim. Three, the the nor two, the knobs. <laughs> one. Okay. So we've had rim and knobs globules. <laughs> none, none of these are the whole parts of a car. The whole the tap hole. Okay, the, the, stop, uh, you, you've had your chance. Stop saying words. You've had your chance now. Rich, do you want to? Do you want to? Um, offer this up to you. Is there you've like all six? Or is there like the plug? Because you've got to plug a cask. Oh, you're close. It's not plug, but there's a similar word. Oh. You were very close then. Sink, tap, tap um, hole. But you get you get only five seconds because you've had all the okay. barber's time, and then now um, you get to guess. Five, four, three. Uh, uh, plug and ring. <laughs> I don't know. Plug and ring. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> the ring. Okay, you both are going to really kick yourself for this. Number one is cask. A cask <laughs> is a cask. <laughs> a cask is the component of a cask as well, right? So we've got that it's off the bat. You could have got an easy one there. Second one, you guys were really close. Tap. I think you even said tap as one of your, like, part of something else, but you didn't explicitly say yeah, tap. Yeah, yeah, when I was freaking out, yes. Um, you have different types of pegs. That's yeah. the yeah. part of a cask. Uh, there's yeah. there's yeah. a key there's a keystone. Travers, mm. I thought maybe you might get that with Keystone Bar in Worcester. Maybe get that. <laughs> I think that's what that's in reference to. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's <sighs> a sparkler, so not the fire fireworks type. What's the sparkler? Is that a the... part of a cask? <laughs> Which part? Yeah, barber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then last one because we've really we've really got a, a long time on this on this question and the last one which is what I was thought you were so close to actually Barber is a shive a shive I, of course yes. oh, how did I forget about the shive <laughs> yeah, the cleave I thought it was the cleave that I was thinking about cleaving something in twain I think 
yeah. Okay. Right. Throwing this off. It's it's uh, it's still two nil to Barber. Rich. Next next correct answer wins. Uh, if you want that one, yeah. I mean, it's nah, no, nah, nah, Keep rolling with it. Keep rolling with it. <laughs> okay, let's do that. Let's do. You get one each, and then yeah, we'll just see. We'll go. I, I tell you what, this next one for for Rich is worth two points because I'm going to give him a hard one. Okay? Oh, oh, goody! Rich. <laughs> <This is it. laughs> I'm doing really well at the moment. <laughs> yeah, Rich. What does ABV stand for? Oh, f- fuggle! We, oh, we spoke <laughs> about this earlier. Um, alcohol by volume. <laughs> Yes, nah. he gets in. <laughs> right. I like that. Okay. He, he added a bit of jeopardy by pretending he didn't know that one. <laughs> I'm just building up suspense. <laughs> okay. Last, last in this in this question of this uh, of this one is now we're neck and neck, two of two apiece on this one. In, in, in my new I taste, think it might be two one in my favour. But go on. <laughs> no, that last one was worth two, Barber. The last one was worth two <laughs> to bring it back to two. Outrageous. This is great material, guys, I must say. <laughs> Two apiece. Neck and neck. Fingers on buzzers. The first person to tell me another name for the bit of foam that clings to a glass. Go. Oh, um, oh I've Dregs. heard of that before. No. Um, Dregs. I just no. said that. Oh, sorry. Um, Flotsam. <laughs> Or is it Jetsam? That's the more boat stuff, isn't it? <laughs> think, think, um, like lightweight material. Aluminium. Foam. <laughs> Foam. Air. Helium. <laughs> Gas. Okay. Plaster. Uh, bubbles. No, something, no, no. Bubbles. I like this. Keep going. Keep going. You might Bub- get it. Oxygen. Land. So, something Crumb. that, like, that might be like p- part of like a um, a doily. What's a do- another word for a doily? Frills. I don't know. I don't have any doilies. A thing that you put. Coaster. It's, it's, it's Coast. made of. It's it's a material that's like made Cotter. out of silk. S- Begins with an L. Lint. 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 L- a. Lace. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Lace. I don't think that Drab has got that in his own right. I'll be honest. It's all right, Barb, because I'm well, now the beer expert still holding my championship. With the power of editing, we can make that seem like we really knew the answer. Get out. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's, not, it's not called lace. No, well, I'm not having it. That's I'm just, just going to sip on my lace here. Fake, fake news, folks. Oh. So, suffice to say, we are just starting off this. Uh, we have a lot more studying to do. <laughs> be qualified any day now <laughs> so we will keep your listeners posted on how we're getting on with this certification but there's a lot more studying that needs to happen right so on to the good stuff Barbara want to kick us off yes today or right now it, in our pursuit of hoppiness we are drinking Carling I myself am drinking Carling original lager uh, known as being uh, brewed in Burton on Trent, but it didn't always start there. Um, we've even had a bit of difficulty trying to figure out exactly where it's. Well, we 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 knew, but um, there's been uh, some repeated place names that's caused us a little bit of confusion. Um, could someone clarify this for me? Carling is in London, Ontario, right? Yes, that's correct. And 
So uh, it's widely known as a, uh, because I believe it's um, originally created by a Yorkshireman, uh, Thomas Carling, I, I believe was his name. Thomas Carling may have um, uh, created Carling, for, for want of a better word, but he didn't do it in the UK, which I think is, is a, a common misconception about Carling. It's actually across the pond in Canada. Am I right? That is correct, yeah. Uh, back in 1840, the Carling Brewery was founded in London, Ontario. And uh, and yes, yeah, so actually, Carling that we know in the UK didn't arrive until 1952. So, you know, we think of Carling as being this through and through English drink, but actually it's been, it's Canadian. We're, we're drinking an exported beer right now. Sorry. <laughs> or is it A? Well, sorry, what, or is it, what's that all about? Boots, yeah. Boot. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, something like that. I knew something like yeah, that. Yeah, I. You just sounded like you were apologising. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because I've always had this thing. I always hear that Canadians are are supposedly the most wonderfully polite people you've ever met. I've, I've only heard met the a, same I've thing. only ever met a couple of Canadians, and and to be honest, it was it was true from from that limited experience. Yeah, we can dive right down the Canadian stereotypes of love for hockey and maple syrup, but there's a lot more to the Canadian uh, you know, <laughs> <Yes>. world. <laughs> Those are two really great things, though. Yeah, well, that is yeah. true. Very good. Sorry, Canadia. I, did, I didn't mean to tie you all with the same brush in a yeah, nice way. Some of you are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, Thomas, <laughs> so back to Carling. <laughs> so, so Thomas Carling, Mr. Carling... Was was a Yorkshireman. <laughs> well done on being horrible, some of you Canadians. Um, Thomas Garling, he was a Yorkshireman. He went over to Canada, started brewing beer, and was doing it since well for uh, over a hundred years before we even started uh, flogging it o- over here in, in in the UK, right? Yeah, because he started brewing it and he was selling it to soldiers in a local camp over over in London, Ontario, in Canada. I'm gonna to have to keep saying oh, okay. that just just to just just to define which London. I mean, yeah. we need it because our, our default when you say London is to think London, UK, capital of of the UK. I'm sure we're not alone in that as well. Yeah, I think so. That's very fair. Unless you're from London, Ontario, or the area close by, you're thinking actually no. I always think of London, Ontario mm-hmm. as my go-to London reference. Um, but yeah, that, that did. We had to have a quite a long debate on kind of. Well, I say debate. We had to un- unravel this story um, before the podcast because we were very, very confused with what we uh, what we were reading. But yeah, Canadian beer came to the came to the UK back in in the nineteen fifty fifty two, and it became the UK's most popular beverage from in nineteen eighties in the early nineteen eighties, and it still is to this day. It is still the number one beer by popular volume in the UK. That's 30 plus years. And, and they're now, I believe they're a Molston Coors uh, beer, right? So they're, um, that's obviously going to help with the distribution. That's, that's going to put it out a bit. Yeah, that was yeah, since that's correct. 2005, I think I read somewhere. They took over. 2005, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, to be honest, the thing is, we've seen that with a lot of the beers that we, we looked at recently, is, is also there was... Sort of in the last thirty years, obviously, two thousand five is a little bit sooner than that. But that's where um, we've seen a, a little. Is, I think um, the old business term is agglomeration. You know, this sort of um, sort of bit of big company sort of getting together, and then a little bit of uh, 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 gaining from economies of scale. 
um, a little bit from the size, but um, they've obviously been doing something to uh, to uh, to satisfy people for for quite a long time to to be in business for for over 150 years before sort of getting to that stage, mustn't they? Um, so talking numbers wise, we see about how they're most sort of very popular, uh, and obviously part of the, the the second largest beer company in the world being Molson Coors. Uh, in 2016, these are stats I've got for volume wise. They sold 7.9 billion pints in the UK alone. Wow. Wow. And that was a chunk of their 83.6 billion pints worldwide. Blimey. Um, That's a that, lot. Yeah, I, find, I find that especially interesting because um, obviously keen as I am to highlight myself as, you know, just one of those trendy, cool, subversive individuals. Um, if I may speak briefly about the, um, the liquid... I have found in in doing our, our podcast and talking about lots of beer, I have always sought to be very positive and and look for look for the good in 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 every beer. Carling is not my cup of tea. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there. Um, I I to be honest, if I wanted to find out what my granddad's bathwater tasted like, I don't think I would pay for the privilege of it. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> the guys in Carling thought, you know, we're gonna we're gonna suss that out. For they they obviously got the finest minds in 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 the world to to suss out what that would taste like and put it in a can, and and provide it. Um, but uh, yeah, it it just just doesn't especially strike a chord with me, Carling. I'm I'm, I'm afraid to say. Yeah, I think I think you'd probably share. I mean, it is the most popular beer in the UK by volume. We've talked about the billions of pints it sells every single year. So there's a huge chunk of people who love Carling for, mm. or purchased Carling. But yeah, I think it's got an acquired taste in that in that market, and I, it's never been my, a go-to for myself. Uh, and we are talking specifically about the original lager. This is the one which you can get from most most pubs and in supermarkets. They do also sell a premium lager, which I haven't tried. Uh, they have a apple cider and a black fruit cider as well. Not sure if you chaps have tried any of those either. Um, but I would be intrigued, given that they have set themselves up with a premier lager, if there was any improvement on the on the original lager taste, maybe. Yeah, so most of those haven't even sort of crossed crossed my path, really. Weirdly, so you, you'd have thought that um, they're well connected enough to, to to again put them about. But um, sorry, Rich, I think you were saying something. No, no, I was going to say, so, so I tried, um, because we've, we've only just come around to recording this. So I've had the Carling in my, um, fridge a little while, but before that, I'd also brought the Carling Nitro. Have you guys tried that? Nitro? Never heard of it. Yeah. So Carling Nitro. So it's brewed with a nitrogen widget in it. You know, we've come across these before. It's so, so it's not as fizzy, but it's, it's, it's a bit smoother and less fizzy sort of thing. I actually really enjoyed it. And I would, I, I actively tried to find it again for this recording because I drank all of the four cans that I'd bought previous because I liked it so much. So it's, it's, it's worth it. I, I recommend digging, digging that one out if you, if you can find it. That speaks, speaks volumes, I suppose, doesn't it? Now, I want to talk a bit more, um, moving, moving on a little bit with obviously Carling through the ages, you know, it's been around for hundreds of years, you know, in the UK for like, you know, since the 52s. But the latest design that's been on the packs, um, was done by a company called Brand Opus. Mm. And, you know, they say with their redesign for, for Carling, it was really play back into 
They needed to deepen the brand's connection with consumers so as to cement and drive their position as the number one beer in the UK. So they took inspiration from the rich heritage and story. So, I mean, you can look, look at the Carling can now. It's, you know, you can see this black bar. That is actually a, a, a nod back to um, when it was referred to as black, uh, Carling Black Label. Have you guys heard of Carling Black Label? I have, yeah. yeah. I have, yeah. They made the transition from Carling Black Label in 1997. So it's been known as just Carling since then. But Black Label is still sold in both Canada and South Africa. And it actually, Carling Black Label is the number one sold beer in South Africa. Uh, well, so um, in number one, not just of the Carling products, you mean of all beers? Of all beers. Fair play. So just to think about the Carling name, they've already got two huge markets of the UK and South Africa that they have products that are number one in. Is it, is yeah. it a similar lager to is black label a similar lager to what we're drinking now i haven't tasted it so i can't talk about the notes or, or anything like that but when you're talking about abv volume i mean the one that we're drinking is a four percent uh the one in canada is a five percent and the one in south africa is a 5.5 percent abv so again i think they're just tailoring for you know the market specifics carling for us that we know in the uk is a price driven product it is usually on offer. It is usually one of the cheapest lagers and, and beers that you can get yourself, which might lend itself to why it's very much a volume and mass, um, you know, product. So, you know, that would lend itself as to why it's a 4% ABV. You're thinking price point. You're thinking kind of the, how people are drinking and, and enjoying this, this product, uh, is usually paired with sporting events, you know, usually where you're probably thinking more about drinking a few rather than drinking the, you know, a, one let's say yeah it's uh close ties to, to football i think it, i say always has at least in my mind always has there's there's close connection to, to football isn't there yeah so um i, I as i said I, I i've always um i've always associated Car- carlin with football but um i believe it was also just the official sponsor of the um of the English Premier League, it's now called the English Premier League. It was just the, the I believe, the Premier League or the Premiership before. But uh, yeah, going back from nineteen ninety three to two thousand and one. So um, yeah, particularly for um, for for us chaps, that sort of um, when we we were younger, it was it would always have had that association with with the football, wouldn't it? Well, that's it. I mean, even like one of their designs back in the day had you know a huge lion on the front of it, you know, very linked with English football, isn't it? You know, the lions, you know, three lions yeah. on the shirt. It was really leaning into that football homeland of, of the, the, the Carling drinker. I, let's I say. can still see that. Yeah. The Premier League iconography of, of the, oh, I think there's a lion with the foot on, with, with one paw on a ball. Yeah. And wearing football, a crown. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I always think, I remember seeing the, t- the title like cards to um, sort of the premiership, you know, kind of like the match of the day or whatever it was. It was like a, the line, I think, kicked to football or something like that as well. Like they animated the line in that way. So, yeah, very, very closely linking with football. I was just, just going to say, you know that beer I talked about with the nitrogen widget in earlier? I've just found the description here. It was called Carling Premier and it was brewed um, by Carling for... Um, introduced to celebrate Carling's sponsorship of the FA Premier League in 1992. So it's been around and it keeps coming back. But have you guys ever heard of a cream flow lager? Never heard of a cream flow lager. Yeah, I think I have heard of that. And, and that's presumably what the, the nitro, th- that's what the nitro thing is, isn't it? Using, using the, wid- the widget. Yeah. Yeah, it's which, which was just quite interesting. Just having to read there. 
But another another great Carling fact is in 1927, uh, Carling offered twenty five thousand um, dollars prize for the first Canadian or British pilot to fly from London, Ontario to London, England, which is a big old flight oh back God. then. Yeah, um, considering it was not long after basically the advent of aeronautics, right? <laughs> that's that's yeah. a really long way to go. And and then yeah. you said, what was that prize, Paul Rich, in 1927? $25,000. So $25,000 in 1927. That's a king's ransom back then. Has the it? value of $392 million in today's money. Wow. Blimey. Did anyone make it? I think I know a bit of this story that isn't didn't it end in tragedy? Yeah, so they made it um they made it to Newfoundland on September the seventh, um, and then they headed off to London, England, and then two days later uh they disappeared in the fog and were never seen again. And that was Terence Tully and James Metcalf. Oh man. Wow. Well, I mean let's face it, back in nineteen twenty seven aircraft was not, you know, that's a huge feat in itself, but to to go across the Atlantic Ocean. What would you guys do for the three hundred ninety-two million dollars? I mean, you'd days? give it a go, wouldn't you? I would, you'd yeah, give I would. it a go. <laughs> I, I would get on my bike. I start flapping my wings <laughs> and see what I could do. Interestingly, the um, there has been a bit a bit of an enduring relationship with with football uh, from from Carling and sort of bringing it back into into twenty twenty one or or at least. Um, uh, the last sort of sort of year or so, um, Carling. I, I fair play. This is this is pretty good of them. The, so this is this is a really good campaign they've gotten involved in. Or oh, sorry, they are working with uh, the campaign against living miserably. Uh, you may know them as as Calm. Really simple thing. They have just gotten in touch with with. Um, with a number of number of footballers, uh, sort of uh, current and 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 former, as I'm a, I'm aware, um, Stuart Pearce is on there, and as a big Nottingham Forest fan, I'm a big crush on <laughs> on Stuart Pearce. But there's just people who've they've gotten some of these guys together to just put together um, little bits of football, uh, little bits of um, little videos. You can catch them all on on YouTube. Um, just basically encouraging everyone, particularly in the last eighteen months when things have been really tough. Um, to look out for one another and and um, just you know keep keep chins up and 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 work together to uh, maybe just get through what's what's a pretty tough time. So um, yeah, I think there's something fairly admirable in that. So so, so hats nice. off to that end. So talking about numbers on Instagram, Carling UK have nine k followers, mm-hmm. and on Twitter they have thirty five point one k followers. Ah, that's okay. interesting because that's not. Yeah. That's not as much as That's I thought it would be. That's not a lot for how much beer they're selling, yeah, ultimately. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just, this is not a lifestyle brand in that sense. You know, social yeah. medias and that platforms are usually, I mean, if you look at their social media, it's all geared towards football fans. You know, it's all about, you know, win promotions on their cans to get you into you know, match day tickets. It's, you know, get a golden can, you get a match day ticket, all this kind of stuff. It's all, all the imagery is guys... Uh, looking like they're all grouping together, like holding their heads as if someone's just missed a goal or something. Like it, it, it is very geared towards football. I suppose, I suppose as a hashtag, it's good, but it's not Carling is, is maybe a little bit too unwieldy. Because that's been their, their catchphrase from the adverts, I think, as well, hasn't it? It's good, but it's not Carling. Yes, yeah. I do remember they did that. Yeah. Or they, or they also had the other one back in the, this was long ago when it would be somebody doing, 
Um, some really impressive, so like some really big gymnastics feet or get loads of bullseyes playing darts. And they'd be like, that, ah, probably drinking carling. Yeah, I, it's it's got a lot of license to say things like that just because of the short the short volume of, of of what's sold in the UK. Yeah, I think I think we tend to talk about those kind of things in a way of like think about quality of the product. And again, we're not, not like it is a quality brew product. We're not saying there's anything wrong with the product. It's just taste palette wise, people have you know yeah. don't 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 turn their nose up at Carling because of it being this original mass lager. And we've talked, covered that in depth. It's okay to agree to disagree sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I just think if you don't like mass, mass product, Carling is definitely not the one for you. Or you're part of the... The majority. The majority of people in the UK specifically who drink this product. So, you know, get yourself uh, you know, involved in a bit more. And hopefully we've imparted a bit more knowledge that this is actually a Canadian beer that's sold very well yeah. in the UK. <laughs> Every day's a school day. And that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber, and Simo, goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I'll Try That Podcast.com, and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now. <laughs>